Welcome to the Bulletproof Entrepreneur Show. Please welcome your host, John Whiting, and today's guest, CEO of High Ticket Trainer, Brandon Carter. Let's go. Ecamm Live. I'm going to look into it for like- It's the- okay. It's paid. Yeah. Um, But it's the only thing that I could- I fucked around with OBS uh, trying to install some third-party plug-in bullshit to make it switch, and I just couldn't figure it out after too long, and I just, I just hired an immigrant. Yeah. But, but you're better at you're better at that than I am. I'm 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 a lunatic, so I have to I have to I'm a control freak. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but it's all over the right things. Yeah, it depends right on what we're talking things. about. Yeah, depends on what we're talking about. But uh, I do want to because every once in a while he has to like do something or go somewhere. Yeah, and it's like if I if if Ecamm Live might be a good option for me. Yeah, if I learn how to do the run it myself you know that's what i wanted you know i wanted a thing to essentially just be able to come up here hit record not need a whole team of people yeah and you know produce something pretty solid yeah no i like it but you just got done speaking at uh in front of how many people were there there might have been close to 200 people okay yeah okay so a, a good size but intimate yeah, intimate crowds, intimate crowd, and uh, you you were speaking to these people on uh, on what exactly? Uh, talking about uh, building content as it pertains to building a business. So half of the room were business owners who wanted to use content to grow their business, and mm-hmm. other half were agency owners who were getting paid to do that for businesses. Oh, so content agency, yeah, content agency. Because the guy who runs it is my boy Ryan McGinn, who has a, a content agency, yeah, and he does my short form, yeah. Content. And, you know, I, I've known Ryan for like 10 years. With yeah. Friends. So he asked me to speak at his event. I came through. Yeah. As as you do. If you if you all haven't had a chance to hear Brandon speak, uh, he goes to a different level and he's fucking hilarious. Um, so go on Brandon's YouTube and watch some of his shit. It's uh, if you haven't already. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, the one, the one, when you started doing it, Jeremy's, the, the, the Dorito training that I, <laughs> oh, that I coined the, the Dorito training. Yeah. That was, uh, that was when you were like, well, here's the secret to success. We can cut this out. Maybe. Yeah. But you were like, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and you literally went into a crash course no, do- of, of. Uh, Adderall, modafinil, caffeine, nicotine, nicotine, when to use each, what the side effects, and all this shit. And I was, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> what was it? What was the other one? Testosterone. Te- yeah. Like when you get older, right? Cause when, right. I, when I got into my late 30s, it, it was it was time to start juicing. <laughs> and it served, it served me well. That was one of the funniest. That was a great pattern interrupt, but it was also like, oh, wow, this, this, this guy's actually like thoroughly investigated this subject matter in a way that was like this makes logical sense performance enhancing drugs not recreation correct to be clear to, correct to yeah. be very clear um but i i digress i think one of the things brandon and i were talking about this before we hit record and um i this is episode two of the bulletproof entrepreneur show inside of this brand new studio so it's nice here it you know the reason is is I believe that, um, and I'm sure you've heard it before, everybody watching this has heard it, but moving forward 2024 and beyond, everybody's a media company. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been like that before. Since before, But now it's like, okay, it's getting real. Yeah. Because uh, there may be a situation, at least in my estimation, that it might actually be the number one 
currency like actually not actually like exchanging things in the value in you know i'm exchanging media for media yeah but in a way that's like almost like the safety net of a of an individual whether you have a job whether you have a business um at the end of the day uh your personal brand your new resume i believe is what people find of yours online and your thoughts well attention has always been a currency it's just because of social media and technology that it's been democratized, mm. right? If you think about, you know, television, right? Television is free, yes, yeah. unless you get cable, and it's paid for by ads, right? And whoever can, whoever show can get the most amount of attention can charge the most. Like the Super Bowl can charge, you know, crazy amount for ads yeah. because there's so many eyeballs. But it's it's always been like that. Radio as well, but now it's been democratized, so everyone can do this, you know. And some of the biggest companies in the world have that model like that's Google's just all about attention yeah you know Google's all yeah. about attention that's Facebook and money Facebook. all about attention oh you got super okay <laughs> I mean the, the camera was on ah uh, all right all right, all right. Go ahead. but uh you're already getting attention yeah <laughs> somebody hey Brandon be on my podcast I'm we haven't even posted this yet they're already seeing it yeah that's not what attention Brandon Carter has but yeah it's, it's like it's, it's attention and you know I think that you know, to make like real money, like real yeah. money, you need leverage. And one of the, one of the forms of leverage is media or any kind of attention. Yeah. You know, and the person who has that, the person, company, entity that they can command the most attention is going to get paid the most money. So how do we get attention, Brandon? Man, it's, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. You know, listen, uh, your audience, they, they may not know me, man, but, you know, I, I've got you know, about a mil, over a million YouTube followers, over a million Instagram followers, uh, over a million Facebook fans, o- only 400,000 TikTok mm. uh, followers. You know, that's, we're, we're working on that. But it, it's, for me, I got into it to build business, mm. right? It wasn't, it wasn't me trying to be, you know, I wasn't doing it for likes or, vanity like a teenage girl or some shit like I needed to feed my family like yeah. I started this shit like right after my father committed suicide and I was trying to start my business at the time which was online training and I didn't know no other way to promote myself because um, I didn't have money for ads or not disposable income for advertising and you know YouTube it just came out you know so I was like alright let's yeah. give this a shot you know and for me it was just one of the keys for me, even to this day, my strategy for building a following is volume. Mm. Like going like high volume, like trying to find out what too much is. Yeah. And then scaling back from there. Right. You got to go too far to find out how far you can go. <laughs> and most people never go too far. That is a fact. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, it's a gotta go too well, there's a lot of subsections of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't go too far, how do you really know how far you can go? Yeah. And so most people, when they start building content, one of the mistakes they make, there's a few mistakes they make, but one of them is they they don't go far enough. They're afraid. Oh, I don't want to post too much. Like yeah. I hear that a lot with my students. I don't want to post too much. I'm like, how, what's too much? Mm. And how do you know? Right. You're just guessing. Yeah. You're making up problems. And like, I, I want to find out what the limit is and then scale back from there. And I don't know what the limit is, though, honestly. Yeah, especially the way the algorithm is now, 
there might have been a limit when I first started because you used to see things in order on on, mm. on these um, timelines on the different social medias. But it's not like that anymore. Yep. You might go on your, your Instagram feed and see something that was posted yesterday. Right. Because they, yeah. they, they stagger it. Or even a week or two. I've seen stuff on uh, just on like the Facebook algorithm now where like somebody comments on a post from like 10 yeah. years ago. It shows again. And it's, it's volume. You know, you just got to do volume. And one of one of the things that will stop people from putting the, the that amount of volume in is. Hey, thanks so much for watching. Real quick, if you have an online business, I just released a brand new free course called the Bulletproof Business Blueprint. It'll help you remove money blocks, make more sales, and scale your online business to new levels. It includes the exact same blueprint that we use to scale three businesses past seven figures in the last six years, and that was starting from scratch. And it's 100% free for a limited time. The link is in the description. Now let's get back to the show. They're afraid they post so much or quality hmm. right but i believe the quality comes from quantity yeah right it, you know to get good at anything you the more you, you do it a lot the better you get right yeah. but if you're trying to make everything perfect then you won't be able to publish anything and then it's like doing it helps you get better but also getting feedback hmm. right so you you do something you get feedback you adjust and then you you keep repeating that cycle but the shorter that cycle can be, or the more frequent yeah. you can do that, you can perform that cycle, the better you'll get, you know, uh, you'll get better more rapidly. Yeah. So if you're posting all the time, like multiple times a day, then that cycle, you know, that feedback loop, you'll, you'll uh, yeah. use it more frequently. I remember one of the, one of the quotes from, I think it was a Tony Robbins thing where he was talking about, this was like back when I was like, just first figuring out anything yeah um he's like one of the things that set me apart was everybody else i think this is when he went to like sell for jim Rohn, yeah, like yeah. phil jim Rohn seminars he's like everybody else would do one presentation a day yeah, yeah. he's like i did 12 a day mm. and so he's like i got 12 days of experience in a day and then he did you know extrapolated the math on that and i was like Okay, that makes sense. You know what? In in Waking the Giant, I read it when I was sixteen. And he was talking about how he wanted to become uh, a a better public speaker, mm. and he said most speakers they they book themselves, you know, maybe once a week. Yeah, right. But he was booking himself multiple times a day. Yeah, because he wanted to get better faster. Yeah, so he can get he can get a a month's worth of training and feedback loop in a day. Yep, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and when I read that. It had a huge impact on me. I, and I've kind of extrapolated that to many different areas of my life. Like anything I wanted to get good at, it was just all right, volume. Just full, yeah, yeah. 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 I think, let me, let's take a step back real quick though, because I know there's going to be people watching this that maybe um, aren't actively trying to build like a personal brand, aren't actively trying to make content necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they just have a job that maybe they're trying to quit. Maybe they're not, I don't know, or they do have a business and they're trying to grow it. What happens to the person who isn't focused on making content and getting attention right now? It's January 7th, 2024. Let's fast forward a year, two years, five years. What happens to the person who doesn't start making content, doesn't put themselves out there as a personal brand, doesn't start getting attention. Where do you see them? Well, if you just want to have a job, I don't know how important it is to be mm-hmm. a personal brand. I, I don't know because I haven't had a job in yeah. some time. Right. But I will say, I'm going to ask you a question, but I will say even 
you know, there was a time I had a, a modeling contract with one of the, like the biggest um, agencies in New York. I got scouted by the by the agency, and and I would go to castings and stuff. Now, like the people, the like the people I know who are models, they're telling me that they're looking at their social media. Yeah, like stuff I didn't even know. Like there was no social media at the time. Yeah, I was doing that. So I see it creeping into other areas of life. You know, other domains that I, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Even people like when you hire somebody, mm-hmm. right? Or Amber hires somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she's probably checking out their social media now. Yeah, she's probably just seeing what's going on, what kind of stuff they're into, what what, what they're posting. Yeah. So if nothing else. Maybe they don't have to grow it, but they have to present themselves in, yeah. in a f- flattering light. You yeah, know, that somebody's out there. All this, all the videos of him smoking weed and right. keggers, then and perhaps even doing like Michael Jackson impersonation dance. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, one thing I've noticed <laughs> when someone starts doing dancing on TikTok or or Instagram Reels, then it's it's usually a sign of that maybe we shouldn't hire those people just from our experience. It was a very small case study. It was a very small sample size, but there are two instances in this case study of a very small sample size that directly correlate with with what uh, Mr. Carter is sharing yeah. today. I'm afraid so. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's how somebody presents himself. Now, if somebody has a business, mm. that's where it starts to become critical. It's vital because... You know, however you're advertising your business, you're probably doing some sort of, you're probably advertising online, right? And people are going to check out your Mm -hmm. profile. You know, they're going to see what's going on. And, you know, if you have a lot of social proof on there, if you have uh, even a lot of followers and you have a good engagement, then people people would will trust you more and, and i'm not making that up yeah right? like if you, one of my favorite books is influenced by Cialdini. yeah it talks about social proof is one of the the main mechanisms as, a, as it pertains to influence it's one of the most powerful and your your instagram your tiktok your youtube or even facebook this is a social proof right yeah if somebody goes on there and they sees uh tons of comments and they go oh, this guy ripped me off this person ripped me mm-hmm. and um and that may, not, that's probably not going to bode well for you. Right? <laughs> it doesn't probably won't help. Yeah, but if you have, you know, a lot of people really excited about what you have to offer and what yeah. you're saying, and tons of people are following you, that social proof will make people trust you more, right? And, you know, if somebody exchanges currency for something, it's, it's a form of trust. That means they, they yeah. trust, you know? Yeah. And you, it's difficult to establish that without a, uh, a brand for either yourself or your business. Yeah, I agree. And I think too, like one of the things that um, I've noticed, especially when I started, um, like when I had my agency, well, A, the technology was less like to stream stuff and easily make content with like, that like looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say maybe it was less available, but it was less like Mm, on my radar at least yeah and so um and we, we had a we had a direct outreach agency so it didn't really require and like it was before the days of like guarantees don't mean anything anymore really to people you know like <laughs> so we we took advantage of that so i did i didn't really need to focus on making a whole lot of content mm. uh to sell my stuff yeah 
Um, and so I didn't build like still to this day, like my active following when I would say like engaged followers, like real followers is really only like 15,000 people, but you and I netted about the same income last year. And so I think there's a, um, at least based on what you told me the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, it's interesting. We can go there. I want to kind of go there in a second because, um, but I, I do believe where am I going with this? Um, one of the things that I think is going to be even more important is, and this is, I think, I don't know that Cialdini talks about this directly, but I gave a talk to my, uh, some of my inner circle clients on this one and it really hit for them. And that was, I'm like, look at when you show up and you have like a good camera, good lens, good lighting, good audio, you immediately look like an authority figure, not because of anything other than people are used to seeing authority figures on screen with good camera, good lighting, good lens, good audio. Yeah, the presentation. And so immediately before you even open your mouth, Mm -hmm. what you say is going to carry that much more weight. And so when I started Bulletproof Entrepreneur, and it was specifically only around... uh, our mindset stuff. Mm. I'm like, well, because it, I can't tie it directly to money. Yeah. I'm like, I got to make this look yeah. like yeah. the fucking best I can possibly make it look. And, and I had like every video was like, holy shit, like super yeah. high production value. And that like, as soon as people watch that, they're like, oh, I'm in the right place. Yeah. It's, you know, there's, there's, Chad didn't even talk about that specifically, but he, he definitely talked about presentation yeah you know and it doesn't take a rocket science to understand that right if somebody shows up in a, in a suit yeah somebody showing up in a tank top yeah you know, it's like yeah it, it, the presentation is always going to make someone feel like you're, you're more serious yeah so to to your point my sales guys right we have a dress code when they're on yeah. sales calls they can't show up in hoodies <laughs> yeah they yeah wear collared shirts yeah you know um you know we they have to be like well groomed, mm-hmm. uh, and and everybody has a light yeah. in front of them, yeah. and it, and none of them use the webcams on their computers. Like we all set up with like good cameras, yep. so and then they all have good microphones, mm-hmm. right? So it immediately sets them apart on a sales yeah. call. That's a requirement, yeah. <laughs> working with us, yeah, you know, because I want to put my guys in the best position to succeed, you know, yeah, wise required. So, I think uh, it's probably fair to, to kind of zoom back out to somebody who might be watching this who's like, okay, I understand what you're saying. I've been hearing for the last five years, like, oh, you need to make content. I've been listening to Gary V chirp about it for fucking forever, know, forever, yeah. Um, but they don't have the type of money to afford, you know, uh, you know, the best of the yeah. equipment. Um, what do you, what's your, what's your advice to them that they're like, I know I need to get into this, but like, I, I don't want to leave them hopeless. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you, you don't, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Mm. You get what I'm saying? You, you can film some really good stuff with your iPhone. Cinematic mode on the really iPhone and stuff with your iPhone. Great. It's like all the equipment that's out now is cheaper and better than the stuff I started with. Yeah. And I was broke. Oh, a thousand percent, dude. Yeah. 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 I was, the iPhone didn't even do HD video. No. When I started, right? So, you know, all you really need is a good light, you know, some sort of microphone Mm. and you can use your, you can start with your camera phone, right? And you may not know how to edit well yet. That's where the volume comes from. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. You start doing it more. 
and you'll get better at it. Yeah. You know? And and the beauty is because your shit is going to suck a little bit at first. The beauty is nobody's watching. <laughs> it's going to take you a long a long time to get eyeballs. That's yeah. another reason why people quit. Yeah. They may be consistent initially, but they don't get any positive reinforcement. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, it's an exponential curve, meaning, you know, you won't start seeing You won't see any progress, but then you start to see progress and then it starts yeah. to pull up. But they think it's going to be like a log, 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 logarithmic curve yeah. that goes straight up. Yeah. And the, the distance between, you know, when it, when it, when it curves, right, that's where people quit. Yeah. If you can just wait, though. Yeah. So I think there's a couple pieces in that. And uh, first of all, I'm just going to drop this before I forget it. If I was starting out right now, um, now I realize not everybody has like the newest, dopest iPhone, but I would say if you're going to invest in a piece of equipment, period, it's like get a great phone. I would say I would, I'm an Apple guy. Uh, get an iPhone that has cinematic mode. Get a little like five to ten dollar phone tripod that you can put it on. Yeah, yeah. Don't put the shit on the floor. No. Nah. Um, or like lean it up against something. There's one with like the little phone holder thing. Mm -hmm. It's really easy. Get probably like a ring light. A ring light. Or one cheap. Some of them have, some of them have the thing with the phone holder built right into it. Uh, for bonus points, go on YouTube and just YouTube three point lighting. So you can understand the lighting if you want to go like a little, and by the way, these lights like are not super expensive. Mm. So we'll, this is an equipment tutorial, but that's what I would, I would ring light with cinematic mode. And then what you do, the audio is going to be questionable. Now you need, you need some audio. So check this out. This is my hack. You take that audio and you put it in, there's a software called Podcastle AI and it makes it sound. It's Adobe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Podcastle is its own company. Oh really? Yeah. Everything. So what you're listening to right now has been, yes, I'm recording it on a $500 microphone, but I have recorded things right from the iPhone and put it in Podcastle. Holy shit. And it auto edits it like with AI really? and it's amazing. And so how much is that? You know, it might be like 10 bucks a month, 14 bucks okay. a month or something yeah. like that. But you have an iPhone, you have Podcastle and you have a basic light. That's where I would start. Yeah. Bonus points if you can find a teleprompter. I'm a big teleprompter guy. I'm I'm anti teleprompter. I understand. But it's every, everyone's different. My shit just gets way too long. Yeah. Um so but anyway, uh once you got something that you can set up, and even if you do, can't afford that, start doing something, but then it's like, what am I making content about? Yeah, now that's the thing, you know. If you if your goal is to build a business where you're selling a product or service then what you want to do is you don't want to get too wacky, right? Because you can be wacky and zany and get views, mm. but if you out here being a clown. Define what, what let's set some parameters. Like yeah. what is what is too far off the reservation for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've already covered Michael Jackson and Perkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you Unless of course you have a dance studio and that yeah, is appropriate. If if you like if you're selling dance or if you're just like an entertainer, like these streamers and stuff, they're just selling entertainment. Yeah. You can get as wacky and zany as you want. Yeah. Right. You know, or if you're like a OnlyFans girl, get zany, man. Get wacky. You know, do do whatever you want. Uh but if you're like if you have a product or service, right, that that serious people want to exchange currency for, then I think initially you should make content about 
solving your target market's problem, mm. right? Because business is just problem solving. Like you, we wanted, uh, oh, you wanted a mic. Did you get quality out and, and sure solve that problem for you, right? Yeah. So all business is, is problem solving, and if you can make content that will help people solve that problem, then the right per- people will come to you because all views aren't equal. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like when I started my online training business, if I just made content uh, about fucking anything, right? You know. It's like, yeah, I'd get a lot of views, but how many of those would be potential customers? Not many. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I started making, but I made content that would help people accomplish their fitness goals. Mm. And then it started attracting the people who would turn into customers. So we, we, we had this problem with my business. Right now I have a business called a um, high ticket trainer. We teach uh, people how to start their online fitness business. And a lot of times we'll get uh, like women who come in. And they want to be trainers and they, they might have a huge following. Mm. Right. But it's just all like guys following them. Mm. They're just showing off their bodies. Right? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful women. Right. But, you know, guys typically don't buy online training for women. Typically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless, of course, they have arterial motors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they're mid transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Transsexuals are less than one percent of the population, so it's not, not a, a big vi- not a big viable not market. Big market. And the guys, the, the guys who aren't transitioning, <laughs> they're not going to. Uh, hey, so th- it's difficult for them to make money. So we have to sh- restructure their content yeah. so they start attracting women who want to look like them instead of guys right. who want to masturbate to them. Right, right. Yeah. Now, uh, now, this is one girl in particular. She had like five hundred thousand followers, and when I met her. She couldn't even join the program. She she had less than five dot five. She had less than five hundred in her account, right? Super beautiful girl, right? And and we, we got her to the point where she was making like twenty k a month. Okay. Uh, after after like working with her content, mm. right? But she also realized that hey, there's still way more guys following me. So she started OnlyFans, stopped doing online training, and I think she's doing a little better in that. <laughs> so it depends, it depends on your content. It depends yeah. on you. De- depends on what your goals are. It doesn't it though. It depends on what your goals are. I don't let the market decide what I want to do. Mm. Right. I decide what I want to do and then go after that market. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes people will say like, oh, all these people follow me, they want this. Well, that's because you you weren't strategic about the audience you yeah. attracting, right? Yeah. If I if I bake a cake and just put it outside, yeah, Skane Boulevard and like some crackheads and homeless people start eating it. I guess, I guess I'm a homeless baker, you know? It's like nah. <laughs> but if I if I bring a cake to what up, guys, homeless baker here. <laughs> but if I if I bake a cake for you, it's your favorite yeah. flavor, and I got your name on it, and a picture of you and your wife on it, right? You're gonna want that cake, right? So I so you know. You gotta just you gotta decide who you want to start marketing to that person. Yeah, you, you, does that make? You know, it's it's funny you say that. I um, so it's January seventh right now. On January first, I did a training. Um, and because I see this a lot, especially now that like many people are focused on just like tacticy stuff, like AI and automations mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other, and all of that's important. Um, but what I've found, and this is also going through like creating, you know, building this house, creating this office, this work environment, and we've gone through a transitional period in our life. And I've had to like to design this, this whole thing was rendered in a 3d rendering that I have been messing around with even before we actually closed on the house. Um, so everything was meticulously planned. Um, and what I found is, um, 
the number one thing that keeps people from doing anything and achieving anything is lack of clarity on what the actual end result is. Because I had photorealistic renderings of everything in here mm -hmm. and I hired contractors and I'm like, here. Yeah, do this. Does it look like this yet? No, you're not done. <laughs> you know, like that's how you know. And so for me, I've gotten kind of a, a non-businessy firsthand reminder mm -hmm. that the clearer that we are on what we want, yeah. the higher the probability is that we get it, not because of some woo-woo uh, fucking bullshit, but because the path becomes clear, just like a GPS can't navigate to someplace cool. Yeah. It's got to plug in a specific yeah. address, right? And, and it's cool to who? They cool to who? Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. You can't just plug in your iPhone someplace nice. Yeah, right? I'm typing someplace cool, right? And it's any anything. And maybe maybe it's cool to, cool to who? Cool to my son. I mean, I end up exactly. at Legoland, right? Right? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it, if it's cool to you know, uh, to to you, yeah, right? You might line up at the library, right? <laughs> <laughs> We are already here. Yeah. We are already here. Funny how that works. Um, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. clear about yeah. the clarity is important. Yeah. So I think that, and that's uh, like, what's the end in mind in terms of, uh, in, in terms of like the bigger picture? I know I'm getting a bit macro, but I personally believe that it affects every little stepping stone and it, it like it's not just what do I want this week it's what do I what am I really trying to accomplish this lifetime I'll give you a, a short example is I know exactly how much money I need lick in liquid investments to pull out four percent a year to where I can live exactly how I want to live without ever having to work again mm -hmm. okay that number for me is 50 million Okay. Okay. That allows me a very, and that includes inflation. So it's really 25. I'm basically doubling that number. Okay. Because, um, so my point is, is, I know the math and I know exactly how much it costs. For me, it just so happens to be $83,000 a month mm. to live how I want to live, travel how I want to travel. Uh, that doesn't require owning a jet. That's that's probably just chartering it whenever I want to, yeah. you know, fly private because doesn't I can't foresee a situation where it makes actual practical sense for me to own a jet anyway my point is I'm clear on the outcome and I can do the math on what does it take how many eyeballs do I need which gets me how many leads which gets me how many sales can work and, and I can work backwards and reverse engineer so it's like if I let's say I have a job right now um, and I'm trying to either quit it or get a better job mm -hmm. Well, what is that job? How much income do I want to make? What's the ultimate thing? Do I plan on working for the rest of my life? Is there a time where I want to have enough to where I don't have to have a job? Like that, I believe, really plays into even just the content that you make because there's a direction of it. Yeah, it's like you got to know who you're making content for. Yeah. Right. To, to, to your, if, we, if we zoom out or in, I don't know, <laughs> just to zoom a little bit, <laughs> like back to making content. Yeah. Right. Zoom in a little yeah. bit to back to making content. It's like, who's it for? Yeah. You know, and is that person a potential client? Yeah. Or customer? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you need to start. And that, what, one thing I've noticed is as you get bigger, mm. then you can branch out more and start making some content that's about other yeah. things. And then you can cast a wide enough net where you'll still get enough of the right people in. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because that's kind of where I'm at now. If I only made stuff about online training, it would be weird because my following- You're pretty much saturated that market. Yeah. Because there's only so many, how many How many personal trainers are there in the US? Uh, I don't know that number off the top of my head. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it, 
to your point though, we've looked at this before. Yeah. So it's it's not even just how many there are. It's like how many want to be yeah. trainers. But even so, that yeah. lim- that number is limited. It's not everybody, yeah. right? So now I make content broad enough where that person who wants to be an online trainer, he's probably aware of me. Yeah. Now I might say some other shit that he that resonates with him. Yeah. I was like, I might show him another part of my life that resonates with him. Uh, and 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 I bring and I bring bring them in while other people are still interested, but I don't think you can start there. Yeah, you know, starting you want to be more hype, super focused. niche. Yeah, super niche when you. Yeah, start. I think, and this is also the same with like pricing things as well, because especially right now, like we've transitioned a, a bulk of our. Um, I'll say best stuff into a, a lower ticket subscription membership. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of reasons behind that. That is not the purpose of me saying that. But my point is there's a lot of people that have been, um, I'll say, trending in that direction recently mm-hmm. that have already had some success under the belt. And it's causing the people who are kind of just entering, just starting their business to think that that's the tactic or that's the path. And I think um, at least I learned this and it makes sense to me and it's still what I teach to people who are asking these types of questions that are either just starting out or brand newish is you have uh, inverse pricing to follower ratio. So if you have a very small following, you have to serve at a high level and charge a lot. You got to. You can't do what you see the big dogs doing because they're not playing the same game as you. You know what I'm saying? They're not playing the same game as you. And- so with my students, when they come in and start an online training, they may have a small following. Yeah. Right? And yeah, we do exactly what you tell them to do. It's high ticket training. That's why the company's called high ticket training. We try teaching the other shit at first. Mm-hmm. And not, I, I wouldn't say the people wouldn't be successful, but we had a company called Fit Coach U, mm. right? That's the name of it. And we were teaching like low ticket value ladder. You yeah. Know, um, straight up like Russell Brunson style. Yeah. Shout out to Russell. That's the, that's the homie. Um, but what we noticed that the people had a, the smaller following was really small. Yeah, it would take them way too long to start yeah. any significant money. So, and that plays into the consistency thing. Like, yeah. how could you be consistent if you have no reward for doing what you're doing? Yeah. So we we did it's in reverse. Yeah. So when people when my students start talking about oh what about a low ticket for the people who can't afford it I'm like how much money are you making a month? And yeah. If they say anything under 10k I'm like nah man you gotta you gotta beat this level before you get yeah. to the level. To circle back for a second about what kind of content you should make mm. to get to people. You got to niche down, but you probably have to niche down more than you think, especially if you're following this small. So for example, when you ask how many personal trainers there are, how many people want to be online trainers mm. or had that in their bio, it's probably millions, right? It's yeah. Millions. How do you stand out amongst all these people? The only way is to niche down. Otherwise, yeah. you're just a, a fitness guy or a fitness girl. Yeah. That's why. And this this is applicable to all markets, right? And yeah. Anything you're doing. So what I tell my my guys is first we need to when we have the niche is is who who you're trying to help, what problem you're trying to solve for them, and how you're going to solve that problem. Yeah. So l- l- let me explain. The who is I tell my my people to pick a gender and an age group. That's within ten years. That makes you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's not the personal trainers have a lot of reluctance to this concept at first because man, I want to help women, men and women, and and you probably can't, right? Yeah, you know the biology is fairly similar, right? We're only two percent away from gorillas, right? So <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's fairly similar. However, you can't market to both men and women and I'm gorillas. Going, 
and gorillas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have different needs. That's right. <laughs> gorillas are vegetarians. <laughs> That's right. And it, it's, it's, for example, uh, the example I always give them is um, a secret deodorant and Old Spice deodorant. Mm. The ingredients are fairly similar. Yeah. And even some of the scents are almost the same. Like, like Old Spice's sport mm. is like the same as regular secret, right? It's yeah. The same. Same, similar, and the ingredients are very similar too. But the marketing is totally different. The marketing in in the advertisement, in the commercials, and even in the packaging, the fonts, mm. the colors, right, right. Secret, it's like they're using Easter colors and yeah. writing beautiful yeah. cursive, yeah, yeah. and the stuff they're saying on on the bottle. It's you know, but you know, I brought this up on a training I was doing, and I showed them the Old Spice. It was called Wolfenstein. It was a picture of a goddamn wolf growling. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think a woman would be interested in, yeah. in that. De- I don't know if she wants to put that on her arms. Yeah. At least that's not her first choice. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the ingredients are fairly the same. Guess mm-hmm. what? It's owned by the same fucking person. Yeah. The same company. I mean, they're smart enough to know that they can't market the same product, the same person. Mm-hmm. Even if they did, what would they call it? What colors would they use? Yeah. Right. <laughs> what font would they use to market the same person? They're smart enough to make that di- di- uh, to 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 make it different, right? So I tell them pick a pick a a, a gender, yeah, and then pick an age group, right? So let's say you pick men. When I started off, I said I'm going to market towards men. Mm-hmm. So that that's already. I gotta change my language. Yeah. Right. I gotta I gotta I gotta not change my language, but I gotta use a specific language that would resonate with them. Yeah. Uh specific mark marketing. And then it's like not all men though. Yeah. Right? Because a 60-year-old man has different goals, dreams, and aspirations than an 18-year-old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I picked men like 25, 35. Yeah. Because guys way older than that. A 40-year-old shouldn't have the same yeah. uh interest and desires. And when you were what age? I was like 25, 25. Yeah. Yeah. So guys like kind of like me, yeah. you know, so they can resonate with me. And, you know, I might've picked initially, it might've been, yeah, 20, it might've been 20 to 30 initially. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm right in the middle. Yeah. And so that's, that's the who, then the what was like, what problem do I want to help them? Mm. So just because you're, I'm focusing on young, young men, right? They don't all have the same goals. Like some people want to, some people are obese and they need to lose hundred pounds. Some people want to be power lifters. Some people want to be pro athletes. Right. Motherfuckers want to get be more flexible. Right. Yeah. So I have to figure out what they wanted. Me, I chose guys who wanted to be ripped. Mm. And personal trainers don't like that word, but I, I tell them to use their their jargon. Yeah. A personal trainer knows knows that they mean they want to be muscular with low body yeah. fat. Right. It helps also when you're the dude who's like probably yeah. arguably the most ripped dude. Listen, depends on you ask. And if you ask an intelligent human, they'll probably echo those sentences. <laughs> and so we got that he wants to be ripped. So so we're not guys who want to be pro athletes, yeah. not guys who want to be even healthy, right? Like we're not even thinking about that. That's yeah. a different goal. Yeah. You know, not guys who want to be power lifters or be fucking bodybuilders. Just yeah. guys want to be ripped. All right. Then we go down to why does that person want to be ripped? So you, this is important because a guy t- uh, 20 to 30, he wants to be ripped. He's probably thinking about like women and stuff like that. He probably yeah. wants to be stronger, want more confidence. But if we were to pick the older guy, mm-hmm. he might like, you know, I want to live longer, more longevity, uh, do 
stuff with the kids, right? It's, it's just different mindset. Yeah. The yeah. why is different by age, right? And then we keep going down that why. I make him ask like five whys. Like why Why does this person, he wants to be ripped. He wants, okay, why does he want that? He wants more confidence. Maybe he wants to be better with women. Why does he want that? Maybe he wants to uh, have sex with people or maybe he wants to build a family one day or maybe he's got kids and he wants to, he, there's a lot of stuff that right. goes along with that. And then once you have that why, like all your marketing, all 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 your everything you put out needs to be to address that why. Yeah. For that guy. Right? Someone else may not yeah. want that, right? So you're speaking to him. And then it's the how. Right. So I tell them my clients, you gotta have something unique or at least make your shit sound special if it's not unique. Yeah. So I I I started doing keto, the ketogenic diet. That was the diet I used plus with bodybuilding style training. Yeah. So think about this. There's millions of trainers, but how many of them focus on helping men age 18 to 25 get ripped with keto and bodybuilding? Yeah. There's very few. Now we're getting niche. Yeah. When that guy who wants that, that yeah. way sees, sees that me, content, yeah. who else he's going to go to? Yeah. You're going to say he's going to go to me and, and the beauty is can't price shop. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if someone else says they will do it, but they'll do a bunch of other shit for other a bunch of other people. Yeah. It's like specialists get paid more than generalists. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you become a specialist, you'll just make way more. Like this, the steakhouse we go into after this. Yeah. They going they can charge more than the diner with a thick ass meat. You reminded me of that. I was just like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. You can hit. Yeah. You can get a steak, the same cut a steak from the diner. They also have burritos and yeah and fucking yeah. enchiladas, cakes, maybe some pancakes, right? You know, yeah. but then they're just generalists. Yeah, you don't even dress up to go to that place. But the specialists, you dress up, you get serious about, it, you make a reservation. Yeah, and that's how you want to really present yourself when you're small. Yeah, then as as you grow, you can expand like you're talking about before. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's where like when I, you said you were gonna do that. All right. Hey, this I got. I I understand. This is not the most ideal setup because you got this thing here. I just I don't know. Should I have side tables? Well, I don't listen, know. man. There's gonna be some trial and error. Yeah, no, I'm gonna always. Do it. I'm gonna go with volume though, and just yeah, you know, yeah we'll people. get it, man. It's but um, I think that's too like when you're making such niche content, you're not gonna get a bunch of views. You're not, and you don't, and you don't. You yeah, don't and I think that's a huge thing where people are like, oh, only a hundred people viewed that, or fifty people fuck. like. Those 50 people are incredible views to have. Mm -hmm. They're very hyper-targeted, specific views. You won't get a lot of views at first. It, it, for, exactly. But here's the thing. How do you get? How do you grow online? Right? People share your shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the main way you're going to grow. People yeah. share. So, if you're doing, if you're making general content, nobody's going to get excited about that. Yeah. It's vanilla, right? Nobody's going to get excited about that. But if you're making something you know, provocative, something that stands out. It's like, oh, I'm helping a, a particular person with a particular problem and I'm helping them do it in a particular way. That person has friends. It's like, oh, this is what I'm looking for. And they'll start sharing yeah. your content and who they're going to share with. Well, birds of a feather flock together. So it'll be people like them. And then over time, yeah. you, you grow faster when you niche down. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what people don't understand. You grow faster when you niche down. But of course, a nobody's going to get a lot of views at first. Yeah. You're going to grow faster by niching down. I, yeah. where I, I, and I know this because I've trained 
uh, 15,000 students to build their online yeah. <laughs> training business. And, you know, we've got guys who started with like a few hundred followers yeah. who have, you know, tens of thousands, some even hundreds of thousands now. But they all niche down yeah. to, to become successful. Yeah, I think, and it's one of those things too for me where I've found, um, like this year, 2024, I've kind of been, to be honest, it's in terms of like broad content creation, mm. I've just been mailing it in. Yeah. I, I, it hasn't been the thing that has been like the the biggest growth lever for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really paid that much attention. I didn't like, I wasn't going ham on content, you know? Mm. The content that I was going ham on was just inside of course areas or mentorships or whatever, mm-hmm. and that has been like the the drill that's gone very deep. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, my following versus your following is incredibly disproportionate. Yeah. But the the this just goes to show you that you don't need an enormous following to make a lot of money. First of all, it also it, it depends on your business model. That's why yeah. you gotta have the right business model. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It, it's it's important. Your business model works towards that yeah like last year you made a lot of changes yeah in order to facilitate yeah that, you know? and it paid off it paid off man. yeah Congrats. and it's uh <laughs> <laughs> well we're not said and done because we're just making some more changes so we'll see but um you know i think uh when now that i'm starting to put my content mind on mm. um because I, i'm seeing more and more the importance of it and i've also engineered my business to accommodate uh less necessarily like because we have clients that are you know two three hundred thousand dollar lifetime value clients mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's a rarely does somebody have that opportunity inside their business model mm-hmm. to actually do that so that's part of the reason why like we've been able to do that but i've started to like focus on like what is it that because i share stuff and do stuff that like i'm not the only person you know what I mean? Mm. And so I think when we're talking about differentiation, that's where people are like, I don't know, there's all, like when you said there's you got to figure out some way you, that you do it that's unique. I'm starting to see and I'd like your opinion on this, that I think what the differentiator, at least for the next year or two is going to be, especially as AI is going to start creating even more content. There's lack of soul, like an actual person. And I believe that the person is going to be the differentiator. So I know a lot of people that have like continued to buy my stuff and work with me where like, let's be honest, there's stuff that you and I do together that I'm not the only person in the world that can do it. Right. But we've been working together for, you know, a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm starting to see like, why do people stick? It's because of, you just hear it or in a certain way, it could be the exact same information, but you hear it from just a little, like somebody else's filter. And I think that I think that goes a long way, which really democratizes content Mm -hmm. because now it's just about like Joe's introverted perspective about, you know, how to set up keyboards or whatever. Right. And what do you think of that? No, I think that's a, that's a big part of it because. Well, first you, you, you differentiate yourself the way that I'm talking about, but I think you did that too, a little bit. Mm. Like, you know, think about it. We do have unique mechanisms. Think about when I, when I met you, it was, it was, first of all, you did the hoop, right? It was entrepreneur. Yeah. But you were doing mindset training, but only for entrepreneurs. Correct. Right. Well, some people would just do mindset training. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so already you got my attention because I was an entrepreneur. Right. And, and then, you know, uh, so that was the who, right. And then the what was mindset training, the who was entrepreneurs, yep. mindset training, right? And then 
you, the way you did it differently is it, it was it's not necessarily the thing, right? Because sometimes we're all doing we're doing similar things, yeah. But your spin on it, I think, I, yeah, I think that's what you're getting at. That's what I'm getting on. You're spinning because it was it was a bulletproof entrepreneur, yeah, right. So and that was a mindset training, yeah. Right? So all the other mindset training what that I saw, it, it didn't it didn't even mm. appeal to me, right? Yeah. Even if it was for entrepreneurs, it was it wouldn't be soft. Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> when I hear bulletproof, I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it resonates with me. Yeah, but it, not all entrepreneurs, right? But you I know? think too, like that's um that I'm I'm thinking of the guy who has a job right now that's like I have no. He thinks, uh, or she thinks, I have no skills. What would I make content about? I have no unique spin. I'm not even an interesting person. To that point, I'm saying. If you did anything at your, whether it's at your job, at home, that you're like, you might think is totally not important or significant at all, I guarantee you, if you just like make a video walking somebody through how you make fucking French toast or whatever, yeah, that people will be like, damn, bro, like that's groundbreaking. Yeah, if like, you got something really? that you've mastered. Yeah, you yeah. Know, if you got something that you mastered, right? If you, if you really don't have no skills that then you know you can't come out here being but even if you're like i think this is where like gary v's like document don't create where it's just like maybe i haven't mastered french toast and I make a video of me fucking up some french toast yeah, right yeah. be like all right i totally fucked up this french toast if you have a good way of fixing this let me know in the comments you know what i mean yeah, and you get the eyeball i you know i i'm somewhere on the fence on that right because Sometimes this kid the other day he said, "Man, I want to, I want to teach people how to become entrepreneurs." And, and I'm like, "All right, man. So what? Tell me about your experience, yeah, yeah. right?" And he doesn't. He he never even made a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, "Ah, man. If, if, if you, he said, "Yeah, I feel like if I started teaching people now, I feel like a fraud." And I was like, "Well, no, you wouldn't feel you, like yeah. a fraud. <laughs> That's exactly who you yeah. are, right? Yeah. You know, for example, I was in shape, and I had been a trainer for ten years before I started." teaching people how to yeah. train online. I mean, before I started training people online yeah, and then I trained literally thousands of people online, made millions before I started teaching it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I think it's important to have a level of mastery initially. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't document that to build a following, but you just got to know, like, if you don't have the skill, yeah, then it's it's gonna be all the time yeah. where you turn that into fucking income. Yeah, and I, that's okay. You have to dedicate your uh your time and attention to improving your skills and ability. I've been doing online. I've been doing personal training. Yeah, since I was sixteen. Yeah, and I'm forty one now. I still train some people. Like they got to pay me a ridiculous amount but everybody everyone yeah. has a price <laughs> everyone has a price and uh if they pay me enough i'll just so i still train i, I never re really stopped yeah right and it may not be my focus but i'll take the right client for the right amount of money, yeah right? and and helps you stay sharp too yeah you want to keep them i yeah, want to keep forward the, the you know stay abreast of what's happening mm -hmm. you know and but it takes what 10 years to become an expert in something 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours, right? You know, and typically yeah. that's 10 years, right? I'm, I'm over two decades. Yeah. This shit, right? So I, I'm super qualified to teach it. And it doesn't, it's not even just your qualifications, right? Because you could cheat your way. You could just be better than them, <laughs> right? You don't have to yeah. be, you can be better than them, right? Like if you uh, catch me, if you can, sure. teaching a class, yeah. just, you just read the chapter before. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can do that, but 
and you might get you might actually help them right the problem is when you go online not everybody's nice and you're going to get a lot of hate you're going to get a lot of hate you're going to have to deal with the uh level of criticism that the human brain has not evolved to yeah. uh, undertake yeah you know right we used to be in tribes of like you know one to 200 people and if you were ostracized for that from that tribe for any reason is you had a high likelihood of, of dying because you know you'd be out there on your own you get eaten by uh, other predators or other yeah. humans right so we've adapted to fit in with the tribe right and we're descendants of people who did that successfully yeah. right so it's literally in our dna to to take criticism poorly you know and the only way to manage that you know mentally getting to all that criticism yeah right way more criticism than, than the average human being would ever get you know 50 years ago yeah just 50 years ago 20 years ago right the only way is to have the utmost confidence mm. you got to be like oh no no they don't know they're wrong yeah i'm that motherfucker man right yeah. but you got to know that yeah you know what i'm saying so if, so when that kid said i'd feel like a fraud i was like yeah you'd be a fraud right and 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 if you feel like a fraud if you don't have expertise and you're trying to teach people shit uh that criticism is going to hit you in a different kind of way yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know what i'm saying it's going to like i get criticism i got fucking people making 40 mini videos, 20 minute videos about how much I suck. I mean, not, not a lot, but they, they, they exist. And I've been meaning to take that one. Down. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then their fans write all this, shit, all bunch of fucking shit, talk yeah. shit about you. Yeah. So that they might have thousands of comments and then their fans come to your shit, start yeah. talking shit. If you're not really solid in, in who you are, yeah. you don't really like believe in yeah. what you do. That's going to affect you negatively. Yeah. I think, um, I know I want your opinion on this because I'm and as you're talking, I'm like, okay, so what do you tell somebody that's like, yeah, how do you fast forward to the millions and the, you know, you know, the, the mastery. And I think at least in, and I've, I've, I've done the, the only way that I've found to be effective at this is if I share something that I'm not like, I think is good, mm -hmm. but I'm not a hundred percent certain of it. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to pass it off as I'm a hundred percent certain of it. I will just put a disclaimer in front of it and be like, you know, here's a stupid example, but like, I I just learned this last week. Mm. However, it made sense to me and I figured it might make sense to you in this way. Here's what worked for me. Here's what worked for me or here's what I found interesting that I'm about to try out. What do you think? Yeah. That type of stuff. Um, I do that a lot of times. It's just, even if it's I'm like, I'm sure about it. Yeah. I, I do know that I have noted that, that yeah you strategically position yourself as the curious student yeah yeah because you know yeah it's beautiful you're very good at it but thank you yeah. what was that what'd you say uh, uh continue. Continue. I'm very <laughs> no but um it it, it it had to get a big office so that Brandon's ego could also <laughs> sit in here with us had to make sure there was enough room it's I, I like to do that just to deflect criticism you know yeah um so even let's for let's say I'm talking about the ketogenic diet, which I'm a, a huge proponent of. But I, I always say, listen, this is not advice. It's, it doesn't work for everyone, right? You know, I'm, this this was work for me and the people I've trained. The yeah. thousands of people I train, maybe you'll find it effective. Yeah, but, you know, everyone's different. Some people die if they eat a peanut. You know, yeah. Like so, there there are, there are individual variances, right? Yeah, and you know, it it it's. I do understand that even when you like look at studies. 
Right. They never say 100 percent of the people got this result. Right. Yeah. There's people who right. who got uh, variations. Right. Maybe yeah. they, and, or some people were not responders, maybe to yeah. to the drug or whatever they were doing. Right. right. When they do these studies. So I always I always just keep that in mind in general. And. I, I, I really don't really ever say that anything's set in stone. Right. You know, yeah, I, I, I see here. Here's what we've seen work. Yeah. Right. But I'm open to the change. Yeah, yeah. listen, yeah. And, and but it's it, that's kind of real to me, you know. I, yeah. I, uh, if I find something works better, I'll fucking move to that shit. Same. Immediately. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's 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 a it's a strategic, but it's also real. Like yeah. I will, if I find something better, I'm I'm willing to jump. Yeah. On. And I think that's where like uh, we might have even talked about this on our when we did our sales uh our sales talk, which by the way has gotten, I don't know, it's listen, it's not it's, it's, it's your highest. It is a video. With well, let's actually say the sales one specifically is the second highest. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I digress. But I think one of the things that um, to because I think authenticity is really people are like, how do I be authentic? Which is an interesting question in and of itself. Oh, right. It's fun. Um, but I think adding in like if you're, for example, you get on your first sales call ever. If you just tell the person like, hey, this is my first sales call ever and I'm really nervous and I'll probably fuck this up. But do you mind if I just give it a give it a whirl they'd be like yeah like the expectations plummeted and, and god forbid you have a reasonable thing to sell mm. they were gonna be like you know what i like this guy you know what i mean instead of like this fucking asshole is trying to you know pass himself off as some you know somebody he's not but I, think I think that's a bit i think you're right like i i didn't i never i didn't think about it like that as it pertains to content but Cause I've been an expert for so yeah. long. I never had to think about it, but hearing you say that makes it heavy is the head. Where's the crown? <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. I, Cause when I started making content, I had been a trainer for yeah. fucking over 10 years. Right? Yeah. So it, I never had to do what we were talking about. Yeah. What you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, especially, so remember the, the, and everything is contextual, right? Mm -hmm. So like when you started making content, all you had to do to, and this is, it's great because it makes things a lot simpler, not necessarily easier. There's still an incredible amount of work that's required in any successful endeavor. Mm -hmm. But if you're already shredded, ripped, yeah. to use that, your term, yeah. uh, and, and you, and there's a, a picture or a video of you that's ripped and somebody watching it that wants to be ripped, that does not look like that yeah. instantly you don't even have to say shit and you have credibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, that goes, that goes a long way in certain areas where it's very easily visually demonstrable to where like, if you roll up in a, well, this is where like people have started hating on like, Oh, you can rent a Lambo. But if you roll up as a blanket statement, if you roll up in a Lambo, people arguably take you, uh, in a different tone, I don't want to say more seriously necessarily, but in a in a different, usually a more authoritative tone than if you roll up on fucking rollerblades. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shadini <laughs> talks about especially yeah, especially Americans. He said that Americans really respond. That is a fact. To the cars. Yeah, maybe because we invented it. Yeah, you know, and uh. Well, it's the American dream thing, right? Yeah. Like it's that's a very thing, a very big. You know, you have this opportunity in our culture. 
um, you know, whether it exists the exact same way as it did earlier, I don't know, but it is now like anybody can get, which is why we're doing this is hopefully people watch this and they're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get my content game going and I don't have to be perfect. And I'm hoping that, um, you know, I'm publicly giving you permission to just like learn shit, share it. If you've done something like got a promotion, just be like, Hey guys, uh, I never shared this before, but like, I know some of you are looking to try to get promotions. Here's what I see most people do wrong. And what I did that actually got me the promotion. Now I'm making X. I don't know if that's going to help you or not, but if it does, you know, tap the like button. Yeah. That's, I think that's super dope. You know, I I think that's super dope and that makes a a lot of sense, you know, Um, because now there's also, if I was to play devil's advocate, if you, do have like some authority, right? Yeah. And if you if you really believe there is this thing where people like it, every you got to be like this, you got to be like, and I I don't do that, but mm. I can see how to be it can be effective because sometimes people want to be told whether they want yeah really want to follow. Well, that's why you got to make a lot of content and switch it up because some people like hit you know with different messages. Yeah. And and it's also from a from a uh, polarity uh, or a polarizing perspective when you make a declarative statement, we both know that there's no official truths about really like you can make a declarative statement that's true today uh in one circumstance yeah. but if you can find one exception to any rule you can find a set it, it there's there's an opposing viewpoint then your declarative statement is factually false therefore it's easy to argue with you can also do that in a way okay so one of my mentors elliot host he's been yeah. to the show yeah he told me a long time ago that <laughs> that the more divisive you are, yeah. the better as it pertains to marketing. Yeah. And I thought there were limitations to that until Donald Trump mm. became president. And it was like a masterclass of like marketing in that in the way, in the opposite of what we talked about before. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you got to think about what he did. Right. And I'm not political at all. I don't give a fuck about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get into it, but I don't give a well, whoever wins, I'm gonna find a way. Whoever wins the election, I'm gonna find a way to succeed no matter what. That's how I always took it. Yep. You know. Um, anyway, now that I got that disclaimer out the way. You know, uh, Trump became president. He's he's the he's the second person to become president without holding public office mm-hmm. before. The first, you know, the first person Nixon. Nah, no, sorry, and Eisenhower. Eisenhower, and he had to kill Hitler and save the world to do it. Trump just had to talk Paul crazy. <laughs> Trump just had to talk crazy. But the divisiveness, what it does is it galvanizes the people who you, it can galvanize your target market. You get define galvanize for those who uh, aren't yeah, quite at your IQ. They can be like, yeah. <laughs> they, get, they get super excited, right? Nobody gets excited about vanilla ice cream. They yeah. may like it, it's cool, but nobody's going to get excited. you added cream on the end of that. You're just going to say vanilla ice. <laughs> Yeah. No one gets excited about vanilla ice anymore. <laughs> but in the eighties, you know, he was he was novel, you know. Um <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> commentary on on old school hip hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could I could do that too. That'll but be a it, separate episode. Yeah, yeah, no. So I'm the guy. You know. <laughs> it, no one gets excited about their regular shit, but people get excited about yeah. you know, something um something more provocative, right? Yeah. Or something that resonates with them. Yeah. You know, when you hit it, when you touch a nerve, like, so, for example, I, again, I'm more broad now with, yeah. with my, my content, but I, I'm still thinking about the guy, mm-hmm. even though the content subject matter may be more broad, yeah. I'm still thinking about my guy. So when I think about my guy, he's probably, uh, he, he's definitely 
a young man who who's wants to be an entrepreneur, which means he's probably pretty aggressive. You know, he's one of those. He's he's like an entrepreneur, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had I had a video like, you know, men should eat cereal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you should eat real food for breakfast, man. Not something that some nerd made in a lab, you know. <laughs> yeah. You need, you know. And yeah. Now I can kind of I can really get behind that because, you know, like the more real food you eat versus processed food, I can get behind that from self. Yeah. But me saying that my guy is probably like, yeah, give me a fucking steak. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But a lot of people will hate on that shit. Yeah. And that's cool. They're probably not going to buy nothing from me anyway. Right. Yeah. But what they will do is push it up in it. And, there's, and they're now searching the internet for a picture of you eating cereal. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> can throw that at you. That's like expert shit, right? You got to be super. Yeah. You got to be like really, again, you got to be really uh, confident in yourself to go that that route yeah you know? and i think that's where you were coming back to like if you you need a to to go those riskier places mm-hmm. um it always like if you don't have the solid foundation to stand on yeah. you're fucked yeah. now you're just being polarizing idiot for the sake of being a polarizing idiot um but if it comes back to like if, if i do some you know if I, which I'm get, I'm I'm getting a little bit more like focusing on content. We're growing and whatever, but um, as I as I say things that people, you know, I deliberately know is going to cause arguments, mm-hmm. right? Like, I fucking don't care. Yeah. The the point is like I'm just trying like just understand the game is getting engagement, and I know uh, I I have a belief that has served me well, and is that you you can't say the wrong thing to the right person, and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. So um, if you're you know having a tough time creating content consistently or whatever, you're afraid of what somebody might say, or you're afraid it's going to attract or repel. I have had so many circumstances where I thought something was going to go wrong (laughs) because of something that I said. Um, And all it does is it really, it splits your audience into those who are firm, like in your true believers, so to say, or or just people who are like firmly like got your back and people who don't. And that's good. We want to split the audience. You can't be all things to everyone. You can't like even like even mainstream pop stars aren't everything to everyone no yeah like i i don't know no Taylor swift songs and, she, and i'm not the target market for right. old men yeah she's not she doesn't she doesn't give a fuck what yeah. i think right nor should she yeah right whoever a target market is is women of a certain age group right you know she's doing really well with them <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying that's an understatement she doesn't have to yeah. appeal to me yeah you get what i'm saying yeah like she doesn't have to appeal to me yeah and she's doing great no my wife and uh my wife loves taylor swift yeah so that, you know that's she was the she was she made her i had to buy you know five thousand dollars worth of tickets to send her to a concert with one of her other girlfriends who likes uh taylor swift listen she made she was she narrowed down yeah right, on a certain a certain genre yeah. a certain person and you know it's uh it's not even all women that yeah age, right like i um like I, I know, I know, I know women who your your wife's age who are like who don't earn in t- Taylor Swift. They like yeah, Ed Bunny, yeah, <laughs> or other shit, right. right? They yeah, they you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and you don't have to be all things to everyone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know anybody who is, like I you name somebody who is nobody. That's what I'm saying, right? You know, you're saying like literally nobody. Yeah, you know, you, you can go to go super broad. 
and try to get as many like different kind of people as possible, you need a lot of money. Yeah. Like McDonald's can do it. Yeah. Right. McDonald's can try to get, you know, my son loves McDonald's, you know, and they, but they can also come out with like a grilled chicken snack wrap for another motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah, they yeah. can, but that's a lot of money. They didn't yeah. start off like that. It was burgers and shake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they started off with, you know, and, and then they were able to, to, to broaden their range as they, as they grew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but as you do that, you, I mean, not a lot of people get excited about McDonald's. Like they'll accept, like my my son does, mm. right? <laughs> That's not a lot. Yeah, you know, it, it's the broader you go, the less exciting. Yeah, you know? the less polarizing. Yeah, right. And that's by definition, polarization is excitement to one level yeah. or one one side or the other. So, like, you're not an exciting political commentator because you're not taking a poll, uh, one of the sides. Yes, exactly. And so you're boring to argue with with politics if you're just going to say I don't give a fuck and leave the room yeah, or or I'll really listen to both sides I'm not just going to vote Democrat or vote Republican because I fucking called myself right I'm actually so you'd be a good moderator perhaps however in today's political world a good moderator only incites violence on each side <laughs> and wants to I'm going to see what I can say to get Trump to say some polarizing yeah. shit I'm going to see what I can say to get this motherfucker to try you know that, w- that wouldn't work but yeah you see it in politics you know yeah. and then it's like a lot can be taken from. I, I I pay attention to politics, but more so like from a marketing perspective. Yes, I try to see what they're doing. How do you move beliefs? Yeah. How do you move? Yeah, I think um I, I think that's once you when you start to look at content and not just content like you're scrolling through TikTok content, but everything that you see, the billboard that you see, the commercial that you see, every TV, every piece of media, written video, audio imagery that was created by somebody is content and it's designed to get you to believe to respond or react a certain way yeah and so when you start to look at content from a how did this why did this person make that content that way and how can i model some of it yeah it's a it's a complete shift from a consumer mindset to a creator or producer mindset when you said politics, it may be just, this is just a great example. And I hope I'm not cutting off any. No, no, no. The last election, not, not the, not, not the last one, Trump's first election. Mm. When you went against uh, Hillary Clinton, right? Now yeah. Hillary Clinton came with a lot of different baggage and shit. Right. But you know, her, when she first, when she was very first came out, right? Like she was trying to get all different people, all different ethnicities and all, all this was trying to uh, apply it apply to everyone and then Trump said Trump put on the hat went to the fucking cornfields and shit and he said make America great again right now let's think about that for a minute like and I'm not trying to make a political statement but he wasn't talking to me Mm. right because who I mean when was America better for someone who looked like me yeah, right, like sixty years ago, we couldn't use the same bathroom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like real, real yeah. talk, yeah. right? So like that resonate that 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 messaging didn't resonate with me if I think about it. But then, but the, you know, there's some guy who was like, man, for all these immigrants, right. yeah, you know, or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. He, he it resonated with him, and he executed that shit like masterfully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but he wasn't. He definitely wasn't trying to get me or anyone to look like me because 
when was it better? <laughs> like, yeah. well, it wasn't. There was no time that yeah. was better for that. America was better for me than it was. Like I'm a big American yeah. fan. Like I love it here. But he right? chose a niche. He chose a niche and stuck to it. Yeah, and you know, it was super successful. For yeah, me. you know, what I'm yeah, like that. That it was a masterclass. Exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, he went, it's rare to see a politician go that niche. Yeah, like they try to be more broad. He went that niche and he did something that only Eisenhower did, right? And Eisenhower, who no one's going to be Eisenhower after World War II. Like, yeah. it just wasn't going to happen, right? So I don't even know if we want to count him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he had to fucking save the world. Yeah. Right? It, it's, it's, nobody's going to beat him after he saved the world. But he had to do something basically that no one ever did. And he did it by niching down. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's so, it was, I think um, in in uh, there was a practical thing that I in fact I pulled this up as just kind of like an outline of like some good questions for to keep us on on a good path mm. today, but in my over the last couple of weeks, what I've been doing is the, the reason I haven't gone super like really organized on my content production a i haven't needed to but b i just haven't created a framework and a system specifically mm -hmm. for it because i've just kind of like just getting by by repurposing stuff has yeah, like, yeah. been fine yeah it didn't work um but i started creating a framework and one of the first things that i did was i watched um i sorted all of uh, it was your youtube shorts hermoses my friend clark kegley's mm. um um, and I think it was just you guys. And I, I, I just looked at what were your hooks. Mm. Um, does McGinn write your stuff, or do you? Does he just kind of give you a prompt? He gives me, he gives me prompts. Okay, and I, I say what I'm. I assumed so. So I kind of like. And by the way, this is just like the mind of if you're trying to reverse engineer how to make a good content. There's a format that I, I came up with that can also be applied to longer form stuff, and it's so easy to talk about anything with this framework mm. i just gave this training this past monday i have one too but i want to hear you i want it yeah and i, I want to hear what how you would make mine mm. kind of better um the shorts one i don't have on this sheet but it's basically what i have right here i'm still refining it but essentially we need to say if you're this person with this problem mm. and describing like you're at this stage of life you're working on these things you're making this much money like you just mm. tell them and you're dealing with this problem that sucks for this reason which really sucks for this reason, and that causes this bad thing, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's like PSA. That's like, it's similar, right? Yeah. But it's just kind of like going levels deep and then say, most people do this. That's bad because of this. And that's not the worst part. It, this also happens. And that sucks because of this, which leads to that. And you don't want that. So you need to stop doing this immediately. <laughs> right? So whatever it is, I don't care if you, you can put any subject matter into that. Mm -hmm. Right? And you can just jam on it. And so you need to adopt this big idea. Right. Yeah. And then quote from authority figure. I see it this way, like a personal philosophy. Uh, right. My problem with the other way is this. So this is why I feel it's a benefit to look at it the way that I look at it. And it's like this analogy. And for us to get this result, we have to do more of this and less of this. And when we do this, the benefit of this is this. And the real benefit of this is this. And when we do that, we feel this way. Okay. And when we feel this way, it affects others this way. And so the whole thing is basically just like fill in the blanks. Mm. Um, so I, anyway, I, I it doesn't take it'll take too long to pull up the one that I reverse engineered from like yours and McGinn's, but it was like here's hook. Other people suck for this reason or do it this way, and here's why that sucks, and that leads to this, and you don't want this bullshit, so you got to do this instead, and you got to do it right now if you want this result, because when you get that, it's going to be awesome for these reasons. 
it's kind of like that. It's uh, variations of it, but I get that. It sounds it, that's it reminds me of a the, a copywriting um structure called a PSA yeah. problem aggravate solution. Yeah. Say what the problem is, then you like make it worse. Yeah. You know, and then you provide a solution. Yeah. It sounds like you're going even deeper on the solution. Well it's more just for me, I wanted a a, a framework that was easy to on a given subject yeah. bang out. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like so it. There's kinda like there's there's uh there's two other sections of it. It's like my re- my relevant goals. So my goal with this is mm-hmm. to so for example, my goal for this podcast is to make sure that people understand uh, that we believe, I believe that, you know, attention is the new currency mm-hmm. no matter who the fuck you are on planet Earth moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so that was like and I believe that because it is becoming harder and harder to stand out in the marketplace because there are less and less unique mechanisms available because there's fucking every there's challenging to develop a new unique mechanism that nobody's ever done before that you have millions of track record with like yeah so the thing that makes you stand out is you're the vehicle Mm. you know what i mean and so for me that would be me filling in a part of this framework you just did it i did you just came up with a oh it's great yeah and you just no and you just came up with a unique mechanism so like something unique, it it could just be the way you take something that exists and the way you the way you um encapsulate it and make it work for you like i built this for me yeah so that i could be like all right i can bang out one long form thing a week that can very systematically each one of these sections can be repurposed into you know whether it's shorts reels carousels single quote tweets whatever yeah and it'll it's systematized based on one emails exactly everything yeah so this is now my kind of my cheat sheet to like writing stuff i don't even have to think uh, and it keeps on track. And I, I riffed on this with my uh, with my members on, on Monday. I was just like, I don't know, what's your business? And I just started reading this thing and it was just like the best copy ever. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, send that to me. I like it. Yeah. You get a chance. But I, what, what is your frame? What, do, what frameworks do you use? Because you're the guy with I, millions of followers. I'm just the asshole who's making a plan. Yeah, I, I, I really studied copywriting heavily. Yeah. And who? You know, there was um, Joseph Sugarman. Mm-hmm. Uh, this there was um, obviously Dan Kennedy. Yeah, you know he's 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 the, he's the goat. Uh, Russell Brunson, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know Russell Brunson is, is the man. Uh, the those are probably my main copywriting influences. Yeah. You know, and but you know how they say the man who. Bruce Lee said, "I'm I'm I'm not afraid of the man who mastered ten thousand. Yes, I'm afraid of the man who kicked one kick ten thousand times or some shit. Like yeah, that. and <laughs> something to that effect. This is why I script stuff out and put it on a television. No, I see what you myself. Because I'll I'll do this. I can see the benefit of that. <laughs> but the, the one I use the most and the one I really focus on, and this is what I teach my students. Yes, they're not trying to be like." copywriters they're yeah. all my trainers but they need to learn at least one thing in copyright yeah so i teach this one and i call it the epic formula mm. and it's, it's three sections i mean four sections and epic is an acronym so e stands for engage first you got to get their attention yep right it could be fucking anything yeah right like for the um you know i remember we had one video man uh here's why personal trainers are broke Right. We start with. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it, so that can be either your headline, your opening sentence. Yeah. Whatever. But the whole point of that is to get their attention. Yeah. Right. Stop the scroll. Yeah. Make them listen. Right. So 
epic is engage. And then P is uh, promise or it can stand for premise, right? Mm. You tell them what you're going to teach them, right? Or, or why they should, really is why they should pay attention. Yeah. So that can be like the first few sentences, you know? So here's why personal trainers are broke. See, the problem with, all, with in-person training is that I can talk with the problem similar to what yeah, you exactly. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. In the problem, you know, and then- Keep in mind, this is modeled off of your shit. Oh, nice. I mean- You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, so you just structured it. Yeah, no, so that makes sense. Yeah. So here's why, you know, in-person training, you know, you're changing time for money, but you can't really get rich doing that, man. But what if there was a way where you can train more people, charge them less and make better income, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go to the I. So basically in that P, I told them what I, I first I, I got their attention. Then I told them what I was going to tell them, right? I set the premise or gave them the promise of the video. Yeah. You could so, even say that could be the problem. The problem. Premise, problem, you know, whatever. It's, it get their attention. Why? Yeah. Should, really why they should pay attention. Correct. Do that in a few lines. And then I'll go into um, the I, which is info. Then you got room. Yeah. Right. I can either start. I can say, here's what you do. You know, here's what you do if you want to make more money as a trainer. First, you yeah. gotta go online because when you go, I can do that. Or if it's something else, I'm like, here are three things you could do. To, yeah. You know, or you can, the, the I is the info part is the bulk of the content yeah. to me. Yeah. Right. Where I'm giving them as much information that's, that's helpful. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, and even when I, if I'm, even if it's a workout video, right. Yeah. Start, I started off with like, hey, if you're trying to, here's a, like my, my, my 10 minute my four minute ad videos alright here's a workout you can do in four minutes to help you get ripped and shredded you know boom <laughs> that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's the that's the premise right yeah. you know and then the, uh, I mean I mean that's the to, that's how I catch their attention plus whatever visuals I'm probably with my shirt off and right. some girls in sports bras and shit and then uh, the I then the P I'll probably explain alright here we're gonna do this video it's not about the duration it's about the intensity you can burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time if you go super hard right whatever and then the I would be the workout yep. right you know so you can use this in a bunch of stuff right the information is the workout or it's the three tips or it's what you here's what you need to do just like outline yep. Yep. right it could be anything right and then the C is call to action yeah right so at the end at after i've given them a bunch of information remember that's the bulk of of the content then i've earned the right to sell them or give them instructions so it could be yeah. like hey, click here if you want more information if you need some help with that click the link in my bio yeah or uh or share this, be, it was share this yeah. it was like, yeah. like hit the like button if you like this you yeah it, it, the call to action could be anything yeah but you got to earn the right to do that yeah you get what i'm saying yeah like you got to earn the right to do that and that's where the eye is from but if if you're missing any parts of that if you don't engage them if you don't tell them what to pay attention yeah you don't give them good in- information you know, you can't just do a CTA. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Buy my shit. Yeah. You got to, yeah. hey man, buy my shit. Peace. <laughs> right. No, no. You got to, you got to help them. And then. Like Billy Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, man, that's, that's the homie. Yeah. That's, that's the homie, Billy. Shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, he, he definitely, he, Billy breaks the mold. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, there's always one. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and it's, it's working out for him. But, um, this is something anybody can mimic that. And yeah. the reason I do that, I, I can't, I came up with the Epic formula to keep it real simple yeah. for my, my students. Yeah. But it, it just also became my structure. And yeah. it's like, that's how I write an email, a yeah. caption, make yeah. a video, uh, the Epic formula. Yeah. I think for me, cause I've, um, and again, this is like one of the, how John learns types of things, not necessarily how 
anybody should learn. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm a big like systems and templates guy. But when I take a system or a template, like I, I, as soon as I understand it, I usually have some idea to like make it more like, I'll say just better for me, Yeah, you know? So like on your eye, your info part, uh, for example, inside of like the, like I built a structure for myself. So like, uh, pr- practical step one, a hook for the practical step one. Oh, shit. right. And then this step is here for this reason. Most mm-hmm. people do this other thing and this is wrong because of this belief. This leads to this bad result. Mo- many people object to this step for this reason. Mm-hmm. This, then that objection is irrelevant for this reason. And here's what to do instead. Here's why to do it. Here's when to do it. Here's why you need to do it then. Here's how to do it. Here's why you need to do it that way. Here's where to do it. Here's why to do it there. This works because of this reason, which means you'll get this good thing. And when you get this good thing, you'll feel this way and you don't have to deal with this common problem ever again. But we're not complete without step two. Step two, hook, same thing, right? That, that framework is super good. You Thank know, you. And, and, and it, it fits it fits within built it. <laughs> it fits within the epic framework. Yes, it does. So the way the epic framework was put together was so it'd be more loose. Yeah. Right. So you can fit that framework. I just don't do well with loose framework. Yeah. And I, I'm always that. asking, like, how do I feel? Like, what, I'll start with the eye, like, just with that. And I'll just, like, 45 minutes later, like, just be off in the right field. And then I'll just be like, Brandon, review his content. You'll be like, what the fuck happened? Where did you go? Yeah. I mean, your, yours is. Is better because it's more rigid, right? But this is some. I would say epic. Epic is not better. It's just like it's deliberately. Less. It's like the it's the larger umbrella structure. Yeah, yeah. Just so for me, I'm like a, I'm just a detail guy. You know, yeah. I, I think, uh, and I also have a tendency to just knowing myself go outside of the of the of the boundaries, and I need something to rein myself back in. You know, depending on how you look at, some people may say that. I look at that and think it's more advanced, right? Because some people would, some people, there's, there's somebody who would take that and it would sound, it would still sound like a robot. Yeah. Right. But then maybe you, on the other hand, maybe it's less advanced because it's like, it's more difficult to fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It depends on how you look at it. I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I, I kind of did it when, when I do with my members, when I teach new stuff, I'm kind of like vetting out stuff that I'm, you know, yeah. it's like my first trial and then I'll go back and refine it based on questions and whatever. Um, but I was just literally, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm building this for me, but like, I'm sharing it with you guys. Do you guys want to like, see what this thing is? Usually the answer is yes. Um, and this, just this past week, there was a couple guys, one was, uh, uh, sells life insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and another one was who the hell did us that I riff anyway, I just, I don't know really shit about shit about life insurance, mm-hmm. but I started from the top of this thing and just, it was so good. Like, it was just like, all, all I got to do is like fill in the blanks the and real death would have a think would be having a novice do it. Yeah. Right? Because you've written like I've written a lot of copy. Yeah. And I, I, I gave that novice. disclaimer where I'm just like, you know, in when I was sharing it with these guys, you know, I'm just like, I've written a lot of stuff, but like, I don't know. I think this is like pretty solid. Like I don't know. I, I no, it is good. I just don't I just don't know if the novice would make it sound good. Probably not as good, of course. Of course, um, but or, or unattainable goals as 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 my friend Brandon Carter likes. It. I can't tell if it, I can't. I, I, I'm being real. I can't tell. Like I'm not saying. Yeah. I can't tell if it's more advanced 
or less advanced. I can't tell either. You know, but I, that's why I wanted to share it because I'm it just like, well, if somebody's like share information, like with me, when I go like, when you're like, yeah, just share information about the thing, I'm just like, that, a lot that's of way too broad. That's like I I don't know what the fuck to do with that. You know what yeah. I mean? For me, right? Some people are like. And this may be like you. It's like, no, you just do the thing and you share. Like, they, some people naturally go into like almost structuring it similar. Now, I need, I need, a, I need at least a loose framework. Like for yeah. real, I, I've, I've, I've always needed a, a loose framework. But yeah. my, my brain works better with loose frameworks, and I think your brain works better with tight frames. So maybe, it, it, maybe it's not a better worse. Yeah, or maybe it's, it's individual. I think what I do is I <clears throat> like this is rel- This is very rigid. When I go through, I've only written, so my side note, my game plan is I now have a place to put like a long form written thing each week. And then I make that into a YouTube video that basically I read the script on a teleprompter, but you don't really know that that's what's happening. For me, that's the only way I've ever been concise with it. Uh, Okay. So, but the writing of it, once I write it kind of this way, I will rearrange pieces and I will add different things and and tweak it. So it's not exactly this, but this is the guide. I don't write any scripts. Yeah. So I think that's, that may be where the difference is. I need a loose framework because there's not a script. I I need to have, I need to know, okay, Engage, <laughs> yeah. Promise. Like when Ryan gives you a prompt or something, what is he saying? Like you're sitting there, like at your kitchen table or whatever. Is he? He's just on the other side, going like, "All right, we're going to talk about your AP." Sometimes he'll be like, uh, "Tell me why personal trainers are broke." Like that's how okay. They, and I'm like, "All right, let me, uh, just take a second, think." All right, let's go. And so, do you just launch into? Here's why personal trainers are broke. Yeah. If you okay, so you just naturally okay got it. I've also been doing this for a day. I know. Yeah. So it it it's it's um. You have a lot of unconscious competence. Yeah, it's easier for me to to put that together. Yeah. And plus, I don't know this. The more I think about it, that may be better for most people, right? Because okay, you know, I I used to have a record deal with Sony Records I used yeah. to be a rapper and shit and I you know I used to do freestyle battles all yeah. over the fucking what didn't uh, he do yeah. no, I'm old man you can, <laughs> you can pack a lot of life in years if you go hard and I but we used to we used to go to like freestyle battles yeah you know so talking to a camera is easy to me because I used to have to fucking rap on beat off the top of my head and make it and be funny yeah and be funny while someone else is making fun of me yeah. on beat <laughs> and like the, that so that kind of pressure i don't know and then and then i got to a point where you know you you play piano right yeah. i don't know if you read music or not no okay yeah so i never I, I i learned how to read music when i was in high school but then i got to the point where i was like yo man just let's play this shit i'll do it you know and then when i started playing guitar i never hmm. learned guitar music i just wanted to hear it and i and then you just play by ear and i figured yeah. it out you know yeah and and even like I wrote, I wrote whole albums. Like right, I would just walk around in circles and write this fucking music in my mm. raps in my head, and then go into <laughs> boom. And and that's how like even the speech I did today. Yeah, I just on on the way over there, I just told my girl, just don't talk to me on the way over here. She's like, I gotta figure this out. She's mm. like, cool. And then when I got there, I had a whole epic formula speech. Yeah. you know, <laughs> and and they people seem to enjoy it. So I made. It may be easier for me to be yeah. loose with the structures saying all that. You know? I don't know. I mean, I, I also know that uh, 
like I, I, I am a systems type of a guy. I, I also know that a lot of the feedback that I've gotten on stuff is like, I'm just, I'm, I'm long winded. I got a lot to say. You know? yeah. And so being concise is one of my biggest challenges. Uh, um, and so if it's just like, you know, some of the, for example, basic, like make a talking head YouTube video advice is just like, you know, introduction, credibility, I'm going to teach you this, teach three points. Here's what I taught you, summary conclusion. And then they're just like, yeah, just bullet point out your, your, your three points and just talk on them. Yeah. Don't give me that advice. Yeah. You know what? Like, I know that about me. weaknesses. <laughs> I will just find myself just, this is going to be the longest, most verbose, potentially annoying YouTube video for the wrong, for, you know, if I'm trying to reach the broadest audience. Yeah. The people who really like that shit I, will just binge it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't, I usually do it all in my head if it's a long form YouTube video. Well, yeah, but you're, you're, you're cutting up your, uh, victory talks now. So it's, so it's live. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah. I, I make, I, so. But you're cutting so, it up you know, in the segments though. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when I, when I, I do my, my pocket, my YouTube podcast live, but in there I'm, I'm, the goal is to get long form YouTube videos. Yeah. But most people, when they do that they're just repurposing so it doesn't have the structure and it doesn't really hit it doesn't yeah. work yeah the reason it's working for me is because i make yeah. a podcast with that intent yeah because you're hit as hooks in section two you're just yeah. like i know i'm talking about my thought repellent <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so you know that you know what your hook's gonna be yeah. pretty much and yeah so it's like so i'm making it i'm doing exactly what i said yeah right so when we start to say all right so when we when I start making the video, when I start the topic, it's going to be a video. I come in with the hook. Yeah, I come in with the with the thing, and then I and then yeah. I do it. You know, you're just and basically filming five or six YouTube videos live. Yeah, you only get one take. Though. Yeah, but also that I think for you though, like they, I've noticed for you, like when you're in front of a live audience, that's when you're your absolute best. I think. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's something about the energy from yeah. The you 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 you're you're the same, and I, I think I'm the same, similar anyway. Mm. Um, minus the conciseness, but um, it makes it easy to do like multi-day events, a three-day event, which just with just me, I can crush through. Oh yeah, I saw. Um, yeah. So um, and nobody left. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um. So, but I I, I think you. And I'm the same, like one of the things that I, I was attempting to do, and it's just, again, a self-discovery after doing many, many things, you know, live, recorded, written, scripted, unscripted, whatever. Um, I, I, I thought for sure that there was a situation where like, cause when I do like my, my coaching calls with people, um, stuff comes to me to say that I don't know how I would script and the way I deliver it is really fucking good for not to toot my own horn, but like, it just, it's one of those things where like, it just kind of, it comes through me and I'm just like, where did that one come from? That was good. Fuck. And it just kind of like comes out of the archive or the ether or wherever the hell it comes from. And so I thought for the longest time that like, if I just was able to accurately snip out those things from those recordings, that's my best stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's like every time I'm just like, nah, well, the word is something, it's just, something, something just doesn't hit. So 
Uh, what I do know, though, is like when I make in this game from like, how do I do VSL? My VSLs are epic. Uh, mm-hmm. There's probably some linked in the description. Yeah. Um, watch them just for the entertainment value. Did you watch one that I just that I just dropped? You just dropped? I don't know. I I, I texted it to you, but yeah. I'll, I'll show you to you. I, I read, I read I'm very copy. proud of it. Yeah, I think I read the copy on a page. Okay. I'm, I'm very proud of the VSL. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I digress. My point is, is like when I've done VSLs, they've crushed because they're very deliberately scripted and I know how to read a script without sounding scripted. And so, talent too. which is, yeah, I'm just better with teleprompted um, and then I can bring that same energy to it um, and make it, I'll say, come alive. Uh, if you just turn on the camera i'm just going to talk for way too long i think it's like there's no right way you got to find your strength yeah you know and your strength you can do something that most people can't which is read read teleprompter. read no, <laughs> read a teleprompter and it not sound like yeah like almost no one can do that yeah um, okay and at least without training like everyone's capable yeah. of learning how to do it right but the fact that you got that skill set yeah it makes sense to use that to your advantage yeah where me it's like coming up with something in my head sitting with it for a minute maybe walking yeah. around in circles <laughs> and then coming back and doing it that's that's my yeah. process yeah you know and that's and i've been doing it for like 10 years yeah and I, i'm not saying that's best i in fact i wouldn't even tell anyone to do that right because <laughs> i i don't know that everyone can mimic that yeah i think that's where it's just again you just got to get come and bringing this all the way back home is like somebody who's never put out a single fucking video or maybe somebody who's put out a few or maybe even you have like a thousand followers and you're trying to grow um there's i think it it pretty much every level until you've treated content like an actual business with systems and you really like you yeah um system i think i think you have to like just start with something and if you can find a script whether you go back like what i do with stuff like uh what we're recording now is i'll just go back rewatch it take notes and just like piece together what these dudes said and and then like kind of create my own framework for myself which is what i literally have done um and then i'll just like i don't know try it and if like i feel okay about it like even if i don't feel okay about it i'll post it see what it does you can all, you always have more at bats you never know like there's been videos i thought wouldn't do well i didn't have a lot of confidence in them yeah they've crushed you know yeah and, and there's other videos that i thought man i know this is gonna be the one yeah just yeah right. I, I do know for sure that if you're gonna make like if you have something like what what made me i'll say my my business financial life <clears throat> quote unquote pop off if if you want to call it that mm-hmm. was uh in 2015 was when i really first invested in like my first like how to build an online business type of a course thing it was ty lopez's smma thing oh yeah yeah nice. um and he's now a teddy user is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I got plenty of surprises. That's what's up. Um, I had a big homie. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know you t- you and Ty have got done some work together. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, was one of the, I was the first affiliate for that shit. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> nice. For that. Yeah. So we, uh, what, one of the biggest things that the, that group had like 50,000 people in it or something mm-hmm. like that. It was crazy. Um, and I had figured out like, cause everybody in the group was like, there's no real training in there that taught you like how to actually get clients um and so in the group sentiment uh reflected that and so i 
had figured something out at the time it was LinkedIn automation. We were doing outbound mm. uh, before LinkedIn automation was a thing. Um, we pretty much ruined LinkedIn. So I'm sorry uh, for everyone who has gotten spammed. Um, I probably started that chain reaction, um, which we did. There was no restrictions, no in-mail restrictions, no connection restrictions, no messaging restrictions. Imagine. It was a wild west. Holy fuck, was it ever. So anyway, I shared this little Loom video of like, hey, I know a few of you guys have mentioned that you don't, you're having a tough time getting customers for your SMMA. Um, and we had at the time was the first month I made more than like a, a grand. We made twenty two thousand dollars once I figured out how to do this. Mm. Um, and I shared a loom video walking through from A to Z, like how we use LinkedIn, the tool, the script, the automation, how we have that go to our CRM, create a thing, uh, a deal how we close it. They sign a Panda doc, they mm. pay with Stripe and it's all mostly automated. Mm. I posted that video just as like pure value in the group. Within 24 hours, I had over a thousand DMs and the Mm -hmm. thing was like, you know, it had, it had gotten, you know, an aggressive amount of eyeballs inside of that. You know, it had, it probably like 10,000 views of, you know, inside a Facebook group. Mm. Um, and, uh, everybody was like DMing me and whatever. And that's when I was like, okay, I'll launch a little bit more in-depth course. And that's when I sold my first course. Anyway, my point is sharing something that you actually like just a tutorial of how to do something. It doesn't even have to be get clients could be like, I guarantee you there's a YouTube video on tying your shoes that has 158 million uh, views on it. Um, so I think like if I'm starting, I'm trying to like put myself in the starting person's shoes. It's just, you were sharing, you know, ab workouts, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Ab workouts, diet info. Yeah. Shit that my target market wanted. Yeah. 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 And so even if we have, even if you haven't decided totally who's your target market, it's kind of like if you figured out how to do something and like it created a result that somebody else has tried to do no you know like well, no, i think i don't i don't i don't think you should do this unless you unless you figured out who your target market is okay seriously man because again you're going to be like that then person. how do you figure out who your target market is though you got to you got to it it here's the here's the beauty of it it doesn't matter who it is it matters that you have one mm. you get what i'm saying like it doesn't matter who it is it matters that you have a niche it doesn't matter what the niche is it matters that you have one, right? This if we if we go outside. But how do you choose one though? It doesn't matter. Like it, it, like it, you can do it however you want. Like there's a bunch of different restaurants around here. Yeah. Right? There's fucking Mexican restaurants. There's uh, Brazilian barbecue restaurants. Maybe they have proclivities in those domains, but it, it's like they're all succeeding, and the ones that aren't doing as well are the ones who are trying to be everyone to everyone, everyone to every everything to everyone. Yeah. It's like it just. All that matters is that you pick. Yeah. Right. Now, how do you pick it? Yo, man, who I well, what I tell people is like, who would you be most excited to work with? Mm. What what problems would you be most excited Do you resonate with the market to uh or create content for, you know, you of a year ago or two years ago? That's the easiest because you understand yeah. them that person way better. Yeah. Like it, like in my train in my in my my courses, what we tell them is to it's stuff that I learned in like business school. I know people like yeah. shit on college, right? But <laughs> this shit was helpful. It's the, you know, these big companies, they'll, they'll have an avatar, yeah. right? The, a certain person and what age they are and what, uh, what are they, 
how many kids they have. Like, started really think about this person. Yeah. You know, what are their likes, uh, hopes, dreams? Yeah. Really think about it. and only mark to that person, right? And there's a bunch of people like that person. You yeah. Know? So you really come up with that avatar, you know, that 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 customer, and help that person solve. Yeah. problems you know it, and they do this in big companies like my, my son's mom used to work for Macy's and every department had an avatar and they gave that person a name mm. and when they're making decisions they'd be like alright so what does Stacy think about this Yeah, you know but they knew that when they're talking about Stacy right. they were talking about a uh, mid 20 woman who live in the city who had like yeah. they had a whole list a whole biography about this fictional woman Yeah, because there's so many women who fit in that category yeah. right and Instead of trying to get every woman yeah. to buy Mark Jacobs bags, right? They try to get Stacy to buy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And these are like Macy's a fucking multi billion dollar company, you know. And and I learned that at business school, and it, I I I I take it too, right? Like I, I think about my guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I and, think I think for because I'm I'm putting that through my filter of like how have I because my my target market has changed. And the only reason I know that it's changed is because, and I, I agree that you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like, you can't just start nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got to make something for someone. Um, and, but I, I think it's kind of like, how do you know how, what foods you like is you got to try it. Right. Like, cause there's a, for example, I did not, ne- I never set out to be the data guy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we created a thing for ourselves that made sense to me and people started asking for it, for example. Right. Mm. And then I started making more content and more stuff around that be as a, as a kind of a response to the market. Who started asking? Not everybody. Correct. Your guy started asking. Yeah. But that's only because of the, um, I, I've put out a bunch of different stuff and bunches of different, you know, yeah. related. Um, but but I'm just thinking if I was- You made a million dollars before you did that. That, that is a fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm trying to think at, like out loud think- right now because I think it's a very, I think what I'm where I'm trying to also put myself in the shoes of somebody who's like having a really tough time getting started. And yeah. having a really tough time choosing who that person is. That person, he's got to find that person and he's got to get narrow. Like, that's what yeah. you did, man. You got super narrow, made a fucking, yeah. a, mil, a few mil, and then you branched. Yeah. Right? And, that, and then you, then you, you and, and me too. Like, I, I help people get ripped with the keto, right? Yeah. And that made, it made, it made some millions doing that. Yeah. But then people were asking me, how, how did I do that? How did I, how did I, how did I make this happen? And, uh, and you know, to to your point, okay, let me let me let me take it back. It was first it wasn't keto. I would just help people get ripped. Mm. Right. And then uh it, and I think I was it first it was just regular shit, right? And then I the first time I really niched down with, with the mechanism was uh no, because I was making I was doing the, the ab workout. So mm. that ab workout was my mechanism. Well a lot of people doing that on, yeah. at the time, right? Yeah. And then I brought I, I really I, I Intermittent fasting was the thing I was mm. doing. And it was only like a few of us doing that online, right? And then I started doing keto and yeah. I just took them on that journey with me. But I lost people at first. Mm-hmm. But the but I, then I got the people I wanted, right? Yeah. And keto is way more divisive, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I was at a point where it made sense. And, you know, and, you know I'm, however, I had been doing it for so long, helping people, still helping people get ripped. Yeah. Still talking to the same type of person. 
those people, how, how'd you build this business? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, let me give them that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As, 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 but it was, it's still kind of the same person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's, I think a lot of it is like, and in fact, I had one of my, uh, one of my clients met, one of our Kevlar people message me. She's a, one of our few, like our, our market, like I've found that people are attracted to people who are like them. Yeah. And so I, it's funny when I attract, I have a lot of clients that literally look similar to me. You know what I mean? Uh, and I know you do as well. Everybody does. Um, not the same because, you know, set attainable goal. <laughs> but uh, similar. 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 Similar attributes. <laughs> um, but anyway, she uh she does well. She uh she's a business coach in in actually Montreal, Quebec. Um, and all oh, whole French market, okay. Mm. They uh market to both men and women. And she was asking me specifically about how to handle the men that um either misbehave or they're just even tire kickers or whatever uh because they act differently and i'm just like you know and she's like i don't want to niche down to just women and i'm just like well you don't have to you don't have to do anything however yeah it's like how hard do you want to make this for yourself you know it's easier when especially in like the when you're when you're personal branding if you will like you're going to attract more people who look like you think like you talk like you you know like or want to um and just that's kind of the way human nature is so if you're making content for like you know past you it's easy it's easier you know yeah and here's here's another thing about niching down right this, and I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. People like buying from people like them, right? Yeah. So, for example, when we send testimonials to different people, I have like a notion, mm-hmm. like set up or like, the, the the men testimonials, women testimonials. We don't market as women, but they they'll come through. Yeah. Right. Like Pepsi slogan was the new generation, mm. right? Uh, then it's still marketing the young people and trying to position Coke as the old one. Yeah. Uh, but my grandma still drank Pepsi when she, mm-hmm. until she was ninety six. Right. It was um. So you'll get people outside. So when we get them, you know, we got we got that say we can sit. I send it when a when a woman comes to us, we send them female testimonials because they need to see that somebody like them is winning. But we don't we don't focus on it. Right? Yeah. You know, and but we we'll, we'll by race. Mm. Like yeah. So here's the here's the Asian men. Yeah. Here's the black men. And we'll, if the Asian man comes, we're gonna send them Asian women. Yeah. Or Asian woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now, but here, here's the beauty of niching down. Like I can do that. I'm not saying you should do that. That was an example. I can do that because I have over fifteen thousand students, right? You don't. Not you, but like the people listening, right? If you niche down a, a certain kind of person, helping them with a certain kind of problem yeah. in a certain kind of way. What happens is you get testimonial from that person and then you market again mm-hmm. to that people. Imagine now all your testimonials are people like the people you're marketing yeah. to with the same it's problem. aggressive stack. It's a stack, man. Yeah. And then in and, and the, and the, for example, I don't, I didn't go broad. I still haven't been broad with who I'm helping yeah. in my business. I'm not trying to, I've helped. I don't talk about this, but I've helped people in different niches yeah. make money. Like they came to me and they pay me a bunch of money and I, I've helped them build their business. A lot of them are millionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Build millions or, or, or we, like, or they made even more millions. Right. But I don't market that. Right. Because I just don't, I don't want to compete with everyone. Yeah. Every business fucking coach, only yeah. the online train. Right. Right. And dominate that. So now I get almost all my testimonials that I get every week 
different people are people who built their online fitness business. Yep. So think this is some random business coach. He's helping everybody with everything. Now he's got motherfucking plumbers. He's got econ people. Yeah. And he might have a few online trainers. When the person who wants to be online training sees him versus me with literally thousands of testimonials of people yeah. just like him yeah. helping him with the same problem, who's he going to pick? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's he going to pick? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like that with y'all with y'all's business too, right? Yeah. If you niche down, it, it really the testimonials are all the same as well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. All right. So final thoughts on content marketing, getting attention, that being the currency. Final thoughts from Brandon Carter. It'd be super aggressive. Find out how much is too much by putting out too much. Find out what it is. And it's way further than you think it is. Yeah. You know, it's way for, it's way further than you think it is. And the content should be helping a specific person with his with, with and find out what their problems are and help them solve those problems. Yeah. Right. And I mean, that's a good start. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a real good start. You know, it, if you're not posting a minimum once a day, I don't think you're really trying. Yeah. You know, you're really not trying. Every once in a while, one of my students says, man, I'm not making, I'm not getting enough leads. And I'll just go on their page. I'm like, yeah. oh man, you post them like two, three times a week. You're not even trying, bro. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not serious about this, man. Why are you wasting my time with this? Bullshit? Yeah. One of the things that I know you, you say a lot that really I think is, is I don't know that it can be said better. And I don't say that to stroke your ego, but I believe it's, it's a very good way of saying something. And that is, how much of a thing would I have to do to make failure impossible? Yeah. That would, you know, that would make it unreasonable to fail. Yeah. A lot of people do what they feel like is yeah. required. Yeah. I, I, it came from my old guitar teacher, right? I, I had a gig that I was doing, like some singer songwriter paid me to play guitar mm -hmm. at her event. So it's just me and her. I'm doing all the music. Yeah. And, I didn't know these songs, so I went to uh, a guitar teacher that just helped me learn these songs. And he, and some of them were kind of difficult. It was like different kind of jazz chords. Yeah, and yeah. And, uh, and, and when I finally started to get it, he's like, all right, you got it. But he said, professionals practice. He said, amateurs practice till they get it right. Professionals practice till they can't get it wrong. Ooh, baby. Right, and then I just, that hit me. Yeah. That hit me, and I was like, oh, what, what if I just do everything to the point where like I, I, what, what if I instead of thinking what do I have to do to accomplish this? What if I thought what amount of effort would I have to put in to make failure impossible, right? And then do that, and you, 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 you immediately realize you can't have a whole bunch of goals when you do that. <laughs> you yeah. might you one maybe two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everything else is just a nice to have because that kind of effort. You can't do a whole bunch of shit. No, <laughs> that uh, and and staying consistent with it you got to be consistent and you know me and you are both big fans of tracking stuff so i track how consistent i am on stuff right like like for instance that you you were coaching me right we're talking about the sales thing i need to look at every day right, right. you know and hit my, so i i fucking on my tracking sheet i set up how many you know did i do it today right, right. <laughs> like so like how consistent am i yep. right if it doesn't if it doesn't fix i know that I can just look at the data. Yeah. Was I looking at it every day? Was I hitting them up every day? Yeah. And 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 maybe this is a good part to end on, but uh you know there's the there's the saying that which is measured improves and that which is measured and reported back improves exponentially, right? Mm -hmm. Have you heard this one? No, I've heard. It's like literally I think he's like Fyodor 
I don't know what the fuck, something, some Russian guy who's like the grandfather of statistics. I should probably know who the fuck that is. Again, yeah. again, why I like you can you got again, why I script things on the <laughs> Um, it just sounds a little bit more eloquent when you know the quote and the guy's name for sure. Um, you however, make it up. Nobody's gonna fact check. But I couldn't. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> no more um, prize winner Seymour Duncan. <laughs> and I can say a quote right after that, man. Nobody's gonna fact check. CD's nuts. <laughs> um, no, so the exact uh, wording it in the opposite fashion, I've also found to be true and also more impactful when under when like trying to get people to take action on tracking, and that is that which is not measured will not improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy fuck. You know what I mean? Like uh, that which is measured and improves like that kind of that wording insinuates that it could still improve if you don't measure it. Yeah. Where that which is not measured will not improve. Will not improve. And that which is not measured and not reported back will not improve. I don't know what the like, opposite of exponentially downward, you know, but it'll get fucking worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. It, it, and I'm, I believe that wholeheartedly, yeah. you know, Peter Drucker. Yeah. If he can't measure, you can't manage. Yeah. <laughs> Warren Buffett, numbers are the language of business. Come on, man. Everything's mad. Yes. Like everything is mad. Yeah. Everything. Most of the shit we said today was, Opinions we think we might right. Yeah, you're right. That help you, but you can't argue with math. Yeah, you get enough eyeballs, you're going to get more money. You know, yeah. like it's just like there's there's a direct correlation between attention and income. Yeah. Period. Full stop. Whether you uh, the here's the thing. Whether you fucking like it or not. So it's like if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Because there's going to be a huge separation in my opinion, in my forecasting. Um, between not just the haves and have nots, but I think the haves are going to have not just stuff and things, but attention. Yeah. If you can't get it yourself, you're going to have to pay for it some way. Yep. You're going to have to, you're gonna or you're going to have to ride the coattails of somebody else's, yeah. uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I can... Um, but even if somebody's going to hire you as a, as a second in command or a third or a 28th in command, they're going to be checking out your social media to see yeah. what the fuck you're saying. For sure. So. Yeah. Hundred percent. How do you think we? How do you think we did on the the marketing content episode? Man, there's a lot to unpack there. There is, and uh, it's for the market to decide. Let us know. <laughs> let, us, let us know in the uh, in the comments. Uh, tap a like. Uh, share this with somebody who uh, who might need to see it. And, I found it uh, helpful. I learned some stuff. From you. Oh, thank. You. I, I always learn stuff talking to you. Yeah, true. Cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We'll wrap it up like that.